Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Everlasting God, you have wonderfully established the ministries of angels and mortals. Mercifully grant that as Michael and the angels contend against the cosmic forces of evil, so by your direction they may help and defend us here on earth. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God whom we worship and praise, with angels and archangels, and all the company of heaven, now and forever. Amen.
reading from Daniel. A hand touched me and roused me to my hands and knees. A voice said to me, Daniel, greatly beloved, pay attention to the words that I'm going to speak to you. Stand on your feet, for I have now been sent to you. So while these words were spoken to me, I stood up trembling. Then the voice said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. But the ruler of the realm of Persia opposed me 21 days. So Michael, one of the chief rulers, came to help me, and I left him there with the ruler of the dominion of Persia, and have come to help you understand what is to happen to your people at the end of days. For there is a further version for those days. At that time, Michael, the great ruler, the protector of your people, shall arise. There shall be a time of anguish such as never occurred since nations first came into existence. But at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. For those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Word of God, word of life.
A reading from Revelation. War broke out in heaven. Michael and the angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and its angels fought back, but they were defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. The great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. The dragon was thrown down to the earth together with its angels. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven proclaiming, now have come the salvation and the power and the dominion of our God and the authority of the Messiah of God for the accuser of our comrades has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God but they have conquered the accuser by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony for they did not cling to life even in the face of death rejoice then you heavens and those who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you with great wrath, because the devil knows that its time is short. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, Do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. What does an angel look like? Picture an angel in your mind. What do you see? 
an overweight cherub on a cloud, a kid dressed in an angel costume for a Christmas pageant, a blonde-haired Barbie doll with wings, a precious moment figurine on a mantle. If we can say one thing about angels in the Bible, it is that they are not cute. Despite a whole industry of sweet, angelic tchotchkes, it would be better to say that angels are terrifying. I don't know for sure what I believe about angels, but I believe what angels point to. And I love this feast of Michael and all angels. In the Bible, there are angels, angels, angels everywhere. Angels stand on guard in the Garden of Eden. Jacob's ladder is a stream of angels ascending and descending. The angel of death passes over the Israelites before they march to freedom. And angels show up to do God's bidding, like Gabriel announcing to Mary that she will bear the divine son. And then there are fallen angels, like Lucifer. And the fallen angels are demons, whoa, because we are set for a cosmic battle between good and evil. Now, we may think of guardian angels and the show Touched by an Angel, but the most popular beliefs about angels aren't in the scriptures at all. But one thing that is certain is that angels are part of the heavenly liturgy. And there's incense there too. How fun. In Revelation, the smoke of incense with the prayers of saints rises before God from the hand of an angel. But before we conclude this brief ride through angelology, a few more fun facts. Can you name the four archangels? Well, the easy ones, right? Gabriel, Michael, less famous, Raphael, and Uriel. And now, so you really have something to take home with you today, do you know how many ranks of angels there are in the angelic hierarchy? Nine. We sang a bunch of them in the first hymn, but who knew? Here they are. Angels, archangels, principalities, powers, virtues, dominions, thrones, cherubim, and seraphim. But we better give a little attention to St. Michael because it is his day, and Michael is my middle name. <laughs> and Michaelmas, as this day is known in some places, takes place each year near the autumnal equinox, when there seems to be a war going on between day and night. And as we know, night is winning, as the days keep getting shorter. Well, Michael is a bit of a rock star in Christian history. Churches are named for him. He was originally known for healing, but eventually Michael the warrior won out. Now look at the bulletin cover and note the cool angel leggings that Bo loved so much when he found this picture. Michael usually, though, is shown slaying the dragon, the devil, 
It's from Revelation. We just heard it. And it's part of that cosmic battle between good and evil. And battle means war. There's a war in heaven paralleling the all-too-often reality of violence and war on earth. But these days, we don't really like this kind of war imagery in church. In fact, hymns like Onward Christian Soldiers and Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross, they're not even in our hymnal anymore. Now, to be fair, there is a battle inside each one of us, St. Paul writes, as we confront the power of sin. And as we work for justice, we join in a battle to defeat evil and oppression. Wasn't it about the 1990s that we started hearing about culture wars? On Friday alone, in two articles in the paper, I read of the impeachment war, information and media wars, the battle against the swamp, political enemies, combating climate change, using communication methods as weapons. Now, both sides of these partisan wars believe that they are fighting a battle of cosmic proportions. Yet I wonder sometimes when we use this kind of language that we end up not only fighting certain positions, but demonizing the actual people on the other side. I know that I do that, especially when I read that children and teens marching for climate change last weekend, or the Parkland students working for gun control are portrayed by some as enemies. The battle lines, the battle lines keep getting more stringent. And we're a long way from cute angels. So shall we remove the icon of St. Michael from this church? Michael slaying the dragon? Does it scare children? Or turn us into warmongers? Maybe it is a matter of interpretation. In today's gospel, Jesus tells the disciples that he watched Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Chicken littles cry that the sky is falling is nothing compared to this cosmic drama, let me tell you. But then Jesus gives his followers the power to trample on the enemy to share in Jesus' ministry of healing and reconciliation. It seems we always need enemies. It's part of the human condition. So who or what is the enemy? What would you say? Sin inhibits us from realizing our full human potential. And one prime example is when we dehumanize other people. We talk about dismantling the structures of racism. Maybe we could think of Michael's spear as a dismantling sword. Power systems that need to be dismantled as we seek the common good, not only for the human family, but for our very planetary home.
But in Revelation, Jesus is the nonviolent lamb. The nonviolent lamb whose victory is marked by suffering love. The satanic power of violence is what is cast out of heaven. It may be Angel Day at church, but everything points to the cross of Christ and the victory of Easter. Hindu Mahatma Gandhi revived this way of power through nonviolence. And Gandhi was the model for the civil rights movement led by Martin Luther King Jr. Gandhi became an example for many followers of Jesus to stand in contrast to so-called other Christians duped by the satanic ways of violence. It is in baptism, dear friends, that we renounce the power of evil. We join in the mission of Jesus, identifying not with worldly might, but with those on the margins, those hated because of the color of their skin, their country of origin, or the multiple other ways we marginalize people. And in such a terrifying world, we need angels to direct us to the praise of God. As one writer puts it, angels turn our minds to the vastness of creation, even as science opens up more distant horizons. Any humanistic creed that makes human beings the measure of all things seems narrow, parochial. So angels crowd in among us at this table. Every Lord's Day we join with angels and archangels and the whole host of heaven to offer praise and thanks. Even when the sky seems to be falling, even when the battle lines in and around us fill us with fear and terror, even when justice seems a distant dream, and even when our hearts are breaking, we sing. We sing of the one who has won the victory, and we sing with the angels.
Let us pray for the church, the world, and all of God's creation. For the church, that it might be a messenger of hope and peace in the world. Hear us, O God. For the stars and planets, the weather and tides, tropical plants and insects, that we may work to protect the beauty and wonder of all creation. Hear us, O God. For the President of the United States and the leaders of nations, for peace in the world and an end to gun violence on the streets of Chicago, and for the work of anti-racism in our congregation, in ourselves, and in our world. Hear us, O God. For all who live with anxiety, fear, illness, or grief, especially Leon and those we name now either aloud or in our hearts. this cloudy and rainy day. There's a warmth in here and the presence of the Spirit, and thank you for joining us in our community, whether this is your very first time and you're even wondering about this church or church in general, or you come often. Whatever the color of your skin, who you love or marry, your gender identity, the country of your origin, how you look at the world and how you vote, in the many other ways that we often are divided outside these walls, we pray that in here we will be united in the grace and mercy of God. If you are new, there are yellow um, slips in the pew rack, and we invite you to fill those out and place them in the offering basket, which will be on the way to communion. Following worship today, a lot is going on. Some will head to Sunday school or a confirmation orientation. There'll be some great snacks and coffee over here, and we ask you to move very quickly back to the pews because we have an important forum following today. Many times for most of us in our congregation, we feel like we have time for just one 
part of a Sunday morning, but today I hope that you will join us for this most important part two. It'll be a forum introducing our anti-racism initiative for the next couple of years. You'll learn more about it, meet some guests, and also find out what that will mean for us and learn more about the Synod's team as well. So we're gonna try to move as quickly as possible if you get a cup of coffee and then fill in the front seats right after that. If you'll turn with me to page 14, please note that these great days of one service um, are done. Now that the Cubs are done as well. <laughs> so next Sunday, nine and 11, with blessing of animals though to fill our spirits. So please bring um, an animal or um, a pet or a teddy bear. I heard even plants that you love. Living things are welcome here as well. So we're trying to be very inclusive on the blessing of animal days. Um, on page 15, if you're a newcomer, please note the orientation coming up in a couple weeks. Um, note all the announcements, but especially if you'll turn to the very last page, bring back the color, bring back the stained glass window, bring back the light, it's in the, it's uh, being repaired and we are looking forward to its return as we have a benefit for Holy Trinity with some great music, jazz guitar, barbershop, Broadway and other music. So please join us at four, four o'clock to six o'clock on the 27th. There's information here and next week we'll, we will show you the fun puzzle of the window and how you can participate in that activity. And lastly, we have four seminarians with us today. If they could come up here just a second. We normally have two, but we have two also mostly at HT Loop, and they will be um, going to both sites sometimes during the year, and I want, wanted you to see them all. So in our HT Loop site, we have Sarah Krolak and Reed Fowler, and then here, Melissa Herlichka, and Troy Spencer. They are second year students in Hyde Park at the Lutheran School of Theology and let us welcome them. stand as we sing our operatory song.
joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending are you, holy God, dwelling in light inaccessible from before time and forever, fountain of life and source of all goodness, you made all things and filled them with your blessing. You created them to rejoice in the splendor of your radiance. Countless throngs of angels stand before you to serve you night and day, and beholding your presence, they offer you unceasing praise. You love the world so much that in the fullness of time you sent your only Son to be our Savior. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation. To prisoners, freedom. To the sorrowful, joy. To fulfill your purpose he gave himself up to death. And rising from the grave destroyed death and made the whole creation new. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. With this bread and cup, we remember the life our Lord offered for us. And believing the witness of his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, when he will share with us the unending feast of victory. 
pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. May they be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, your holy people, through whom, with whom, and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. With trusting God who nourishes and sustains us, let us pray as Jesus taught us. us with the bread of angels and provides for us food enough, the gift of God for the people of God.
Let us pray. God of glory, you have fed us with the bread of angels. May we who have come under their protection, like them, give you continual service and praise. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the angels May the angels of God keep watch over you to guard you in all your ways. And the blessing of the Holy Trinity, one God, remain with you always. Amen.
Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.